to Pop Shield, a long-form discussion podcast about musical topics both past and present. I'm Gabe, and I'm joined as always by Dan. Hello. And Darren. Hello. So it's been about two weeks since Kanye West dropped his ninth LP and first Christian rap album, Jesus is King, and it's been a little more than a year since Kanye dominated the entire summer of 2018 with his five-album Wyoming project. In between was the delayed, then delayed again, then scrapped, but thankfully mostly leaked Yandi album, the launch of Kanye's Sunday service, and a full-blown conversion to Christianity. And we're here to discuss it all. Now, I know we're probably eager to get into Jesus is King, and we definitely will, but all of this insanity, especially the Yandi leaks, gives us the very unique opportunity to walk through the radical transformation of one of our greatest artists step by step. Aside from maybe the Beach Boys smile, I can't really think of anything like it, and even then, Brian Wilson didn't end up renouncing surfing. Do you guys know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is insane. So let's start this the conversation at the beginning. I asked you guys to revisit Yay and Kids See Ghosts, and I'm wondering how you guys think those albums sound a year later. I, I sort of have basically the same feelings as I did. You know, I, I think Yay is good. Um, it's a sort of like for the fans uh, only kind of record, but but I enjoy uh, it. Um, I think Kids See Ghost is, is much better. Um, they both yeah. they both like um are are a little too short and everything um but you know the whole thing you know Wyoming thing he was doing with the seven tracks so you know I'll allow it but I, I basically have the same sort of feelings I I had um a year ago yeah I mean I think I pretty much agree like when it <clears throat> when both of those came out I just you know wasn't like too excited about them I mean obviously we covered we covered them on our older podcast so I there was a period of time where I was listening to it a lot, but pretty much since then, I just haven't even come back to it. And I've had, you know, a couple of Kanye, you know, trips that I've been really listening to other Kanye albums, and I just never even bothered to revisit either of those. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And, you know, I, I think it's easy to forget now, which we'll get to, how kind of shocking these two albums were because. Yeah, the whole Wyoming project thing was really fun and exciting, but the albums we got, especially Yay, was just so, you know, it just felt rushed, incomplete, sloppy, mm-hmm. um, which was just s- something that Kanye had never done before. And you could say Pablo was sloppy, but it was like, that was part of the point, you know, and it just worked wonderfully. Um, so this was like the first, you know, real kind of L in in one of the biggest, longest winning streaks in musical history, I think. And so... You know, coming back to it, I was really surprised to find that in contrast with Jesus is King, it, it sounds <laughs> quite polished. You know what I mean? It, it sounds like a, actually a lot more labored over, which we'll get to. Um, but I, I still find that they just don't really do it for me. You know, we talked about um, on our previous podcast how, yay, it like tries to do this little this little redemption arc, but it's just so short that it really falls flat. And mm-hmm. Kitsy Ghost has has its, you know, major defenders. Um you know, Anthony Fantano gave it a perfect 10, for example, but that I, I think I, I was quite into, but I feel like you, Darren, where it's like, I just never really feel the urge to come back to it. So, you know, that tells me something. Now, we are, you know, as we continue to walk through this crazy year in in the life of Kanye, um, we went ahead and do- dived into the Yandi leaks, okay? Um, as everybody probably knows, Yandi was announced to be released on September 29th, um, then delayed till November 23rd, then delayed indefinitely. Um, 
Many songs started leaking, I think, earlier this year, most in the summer, um, little bit by bit things. And what we did was we sort of reconstructed, or other people have done this, but pieced together our own version of Yandi. Our, the track list we're going um, by is, you know, he posted like this picture of a whiteboard. Do you guys remember this with like mm-hmm. the Yandi track list? And, you know, we got we to gotta recognize that that stuff would have changed. You know, it always does when he posts these little whiteboard pics. But the track list we're going by is uh, Storm, New Body, Bye Bye Baby, I Love It, Hurricane, Aliens slash SpaceX, Last Name, City in the Sky slash Garden, We Got Love, and Chakras. Um, a couple other things leaked. There's like a version of Selah um, where he, he's cussing, you know, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, but, um, and again, a lot of this stuff would have changed. But, I wonder if we can sort of describe, you know, Yandi would have come out just a couple months after the Wyoming project. So what, what, what did it look like? We, you know, what do we have here and what did it look like it could have been? Yeah, I think you should, um, you should clarify that when you say the release date was September 29th and then November 23rd, you mean last year, 2018, not, not this Mm -hmm. year. Um, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, as far as the, the, the record, um, you know, it, it's something that I, I think like sort of went back to to closer to Yeezus style. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure people, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you saw, you know, what his album cover for Yandi was. It was like a mini disc that like basically yeah. looked like Yandi, but it was purple instead of red. Um, so it, it like sort of seemed like, like not a regression, like, oh, you know, going back doing the same old thing, but like, but almost like uh, if if Pablo didn't exist, you know, it was sort of like what the next step would have, you know logically may may have been uh from from Jesus. Uh, yeah do you agree with that yeah i mean i feel like it's it's a little more in line with pablo for me um like almost immediately the first few tracks kind of brought me back brought me past like yay like i i didn't even like feel like there was a connection there i felt like this was like some sort of follow-up to pablo with even some ideas that coming out of the pablo sessions almost um you know existing like especially like i love it i know that ended up being a single and going off on its own i guess but like yeah i feel like that that vibe was very much in line with like what he was doing with pablo yeah i i do actually agree with you uh, on that one yeah but but i i, I agree it like it, it's as if yay didn't exist uh definitely with with these songs kind of i mean i kind of thought of it as like you know in light of yay where we don't need to rehash it, but obviously the whole Trump thing, the slavery being a choice thing, you know, Kanye took like more heat than he ever has in his entire career. And it seemed like Yandi was almost intended to be like a giant fuck you. Um, and you know, a, a proud defiance, um, against people who would try to cancel Kanye, you know? Um, and in that, in that respect, I can understand why he's kind of like evoking the Yeezus era. Cause Jesus was like, fuck you to everything, mm-hmm. you know, like all at once. It was just pure rage. And so it seems like maybe he was trying to tap back into that or something like that. And, you know, when you listen to a track like I Love It or New New Body, um, you know, these are some of like the raunchiest <laughs> things he's done, right? <laughs> right. right. Um, and they, they are just like, like, I, I like it is a dumb song, but it's just proud about its stupidity. You know, it's like that's all this is it's disgusting it's raunchy like let's do this and there was a little bit of that on pablo you know with like the bleached assholes lines and stuff like (laughs) that and it just felt like you know and and periodically throughout um and we should mention that like the lyrics are sometimes 
kind of finished often him just kind of like laying down scratch vocals where he's obviously trying little ideas mumbling sometimes just shouting grand theft auto over and over again for some reason <laughs> um but you know sometimes he's mentioning stuff like you know about i chose not to be a slave right, yeah, and yeah. you know all that stuff and just sort of like doubling down on the stuff that got him in trouble in the first place so i find that quite interesting um in that it was almost like because you know how he cut that line from i thought about killing you mm-hmm. on yay about yeah. sorry but i chose not to be a slave um it felt like he might have been held back a little bit maybe by kim or some other pressure not to really dive into it and everybody was really disappointed you remember by the way that yay didn't really address the stuff he had gotten in trouble with yeah um, I mean, for all we know it might have been a last minute change <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that line was certainly cut at the last minute but yeah. It's like here he was like, you know what? I didn't get to speak my piece. People trying to hold me back. I'm going to say the shit I want to say. And I'm going to be like disgusting and crazy. And at the same time, though, we get some like very tender tracks on here. I mean, don't you guys agree that like last name could have been like a top 10 Kanye song? Oh, yeah. I mean, that that song is is really great. Um, You know, beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, it's kind of classic Kanye. Yeah, I mean, I agree. And I'm. I think I, I'm kind of following where you're going with this, Gabe, in terms of like, you know, him addressing things like the slavery thing and, and probably, I think that's where the album probably would have started to really take shape, but I just, I don't think he was really too close to that. You know what I mean? Cause even, cause like a song like last name, I don't know, it, it, it doesn't really, it kind of clashes with that, with, with, you know, that line of like, you know, I didn't want to or i didn't choose to be a slave whatever you know what i mean like and yeah. i don't know you know what i mean like i think this song could have either got cut or you know the, you know how but he's sort of saying like you know i'm giving up my slave name yeah and th- there's like something there and you know there you know how he's fond of these like redemption arcs we were just talking about how yay tries to pull it off the same like fan you know dark fantasy level redemption arc but doesn't have the time to get there mm-hmm. um this feels obviously incomplete but it feels like it's trying to do a similar thing because right around the track hurricane, we switch from songs that are weirdly obsessed with like <laughs> plastic surgery and like fake bitches and, you know, uh, shit like that. Um, you know, he seems to not like Instagram and like this sort of selfie culture and stuff, which is weird. Cause he's married to Kim Kardashian. Maybe that's <laughs> part of the reason he scrapped it. But around hurricane, it sort of switches into this like sort of beautiful, a lot of like tender flute sounds and like light synth sounds. Um, a lot of singing toward the end. Last name is very beautiful. We got love is like, you know, he was always tweeting at that time about love and love everyone mm-hmm. and stuff like yeah. that. And oh yeah, I forgot about that. You know what I mean? It seems like the album was intended to kind of, def- you know, defy his you know haters or his cancelers, and then sort of emerge on the other side with some sort of transcendent you know escape from all that you, you know what i'm saying you can kind of see it don't you yeah. feel like that's sort of been kanye's path since like dark fantasy though to sort yes. of like you know deny his haters and stuff well i mean the difference is that when it comes to like you know dark fantasy he's sort of like um you know it's almost like he's uh aware of like what a monster he is you know what i mean but it's like he's he he's like the the power is going to his head that's kind of like what that song is about and how reckless he's being you know he's not like 
He's not like, fuck yeah, I was drinking earlier and now I'm driving. You can't tell me what to do. He's kind of like admitting I'm out of control. You know what I mean? Whereas this has a little bit more of that, like, there, there's none of that, you know? I'm not going to apologize for shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, th- like, this is more, like, hedonistic than, than Beautiful Dark yeah. as a fantasy or anything. It, it's, just, it's just weird that, like, you know, he, he got so far with all these songs. I mean, so, so much so that I love it, you know, got released as a single. He right. played it on SNL. He also played We Got Love on SNL, um, which I think that leak yeah. is at least partially from that. Yeah, yeah. It sounds so th- live, this is- yeah. This is really fun, yeah. So, like the the we got love that I that I found um, seems to be stitched together from the SNL performance with I don't know different components that leaked or an incomplete song. Maybe Kanye wasn't on the original thing that leaked. I don't know, but this is very like Beach Boys smile, and it's very cool that this exists almost because fans are like piecing shit together and like creating full songs. Hurricane I don't think is even like supposed to be as long as the one I have it, but um, somebody I think has sort of pieced together like. It might be Kanye even just singing a scratch vocal um, at toward the end, but you, you know what I'm saying? It's like kind of a fun puzzle that fans are doing. Yeah, I mean, I like I I, I on one hand I wish like the album got finished and, and we got you know the polished version of this because a lot of these songs are are really great. But then again, yeah, it is kind of cool that this is sort of like uh, hip hop's smile <laughs> almost. Yeah, and I could say you know I like I I was wondering like. Um, you know, we, we've talked about like, like, like last episode, we talked about like some albums uh, that we didn't really even think about that much, like MV, MBV and stuff, um, because it's uh-huh. not on streaming. So I was wondering, like, uh, you know, will, will something like this that's a bootleg, like, will it have like staying power and stuff because like you have to go out of your way to, to get into it and all? Um, you know, what would you know? What I mean, I, mean? I think that's part of the, I think that's part of the fun of it though, right? If, uh, if Kanye turned around and was just like, yeah, here it is for everybody, you know, the whole fun of like piecing it together and speculating, you know, the whole smile mythology just like would be gone, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird because it almost feels like, you know, there are going to be a couple of times in this podcast where I'm going to like verge into, you know, lunatic Kanye stand, but <laughs> it almost feels purposeful because it's like Pablo was like the, perfect album for the digital age you know because it was mm-hmm. just like this mess of songs they're actually being updated you know like <laughs> songs are being added yeah exactly and it was like the streaming world like this is how music is going to be you know you don't print a cd and it's like that way forever you know and now the next logical step of that is an album that's like not even complete and things leak and fans can piece well, it together you know, maybe you remember he he's talked about, um, you know, like in the interview and stuff I told you about, uh, he's working with Teenage Engineering, which is like a synth manufacturer for like, he, he's just said it's like some device that like allows you to like mess with stems of songs like yeah. live, you know, so like, I mean, that was for Jesus is King, but um yeah, maybe that that is like sort of like an extension of that, and I mean, it is like sort of the, the next uh, kind of step uh, from like the Pablo kind of uh, existence of of him updating it. Now, like you can update it. Yeah, it's there's something very interesting about it, and I feel like this is it, it's like it might have some legs, like you were asking Dan. Like, I think forever. I mean, I know forever people are going to be like, you know, 
whenever he announces a new project, like, God damn, I hope that last name is on it, you know, yeah, or I hope uh-huh. that he finishes alien or I hope that, you know, we get city in the sky. That's another, like, that feels like it could have been an all time classic. Um, and that's going to live on. And I think every time that happens, there's going to be people like, Hey, you know, you can listen to the leak and there's already kind of a vibrant community. There's like a Yandi leaks subreddit, subreddit yeah. dedicated to, to this whole pursuit. Um, I think it might it might be sort of like a living legend, even though part of me in the back of my mind hopes he does, you know, finish it one day, um, as doubtful as that is. Any other like kind of highlights or you know, things that surprise you or stuck out of you listening to to Yandi here? Well, I think my favorite is Alien SpaceX. Um, like first off, yeah. we get a we get a great young thug verse, uh, you know, yeah. starting us out. I, there's some debate whether that belongs there because you know you can't know you know what i mean like i I, i'm gonna say yes it does belong there because if it doesn't belong there then he was wrong and it it should belong there (laughs) because it does sound awesome that verse is so great and then even like uh kid cuddy's like verse is is yeah very cool Uh, and then even kanye when he's just uh you know scratch vocaling just saying uh the the ozone killing animals yeah it's like so ridiculous and funny it's like really fun it's like you know because that's another thing like you remember 30 hours Mm -hmm. from pablo did this it just like gave us this insight it's it predicts yandi you know by Mm -hmm. just being like let the beat run and he's just gonna play around on the beat this is what it sounds like when kanye is writing a song it's almost like a bootleg and a lot of pablo kind of sounds like a bootleg and then now we have like the real thing where he's just sort of like playing around i like when he says something about Alex Jones, and you can hear everybody oh, yeah, in the room laugh. start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it, I, I, that that's kind of stuff is great because, like, uh, you know, you there's in rock music, you know, you kind of get some of that sometimes. You know, there's songs where you can hear the people laughing, or or you know, even just like hearing someone's finger slide on the guitar or something. But yeah. like in hip hop, you know, kind of gets like a a, a sterileness to it um, because most of it is like electronic or you know, not like done live in, in, in a room. So like stuff like that is like kind of neat to like, you get a little peek behind the curtain, which is something you don't really get uh, in, in hip hop all that often. Yeah. There's something cool. Like I'm, I'm almost, again, I hope that he finishes Yandi for some reason against all odds, but it's cool even then that this leaked in some way to hear these in their like nascent versions. Um, anything jump out of you, Darren? I mean, I, you know, I genuinely, you know, liked most of the tracks, you know what I mean? I, I did feel like some things just, you know, obviously just weren't completely finished and that's, you know, obviously to be expected with something like this. Um, yeah. And so I, you know, I'm always kind of torn because pretty much everything after Dark Fantasy, um, you know, maybe with the exception of Jesus after I kind of like came back to it, but like, you know, I, I'm always just wondering like, why can't he just spend a little more time working in working on tracks and like finishing them in the way that it seemed like he was doing with dark fantasy you know what i mean like dark fantasy he like isolated himself he had people in and out of the studio it was like every day in the studio hours on end you know what i mean like that that was a whole entire like different approach to creating an album and he just has not really done that ever since then it's always been fairly quick like let's do it you know yeah that's true yeah but you know I mean? I think- and that's and that that's worked for him obviously but there's there's obviously cases where it just hasn't worked and like yandi to me sounds like the start of something really great but i wonder you know would he have spent enough time to get it there or would we be left with you know kind because of, like even with pablo we talked about this on the previous podcast like it's a little uneven like there's some like amazing moments and then there's some low points you know what i mean mm-hmm some highlights and lowlights. 
I think I've yeah, yeah, the there last it is podcast. again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, every <laughs> no, but I, I think I, I hear like a level of effort here. And think about it. If agree, Yandi yeah. came out, if Yandi came out and it was like a great album, then Ye would be like an outlier. It would be the only mm-hmm. time in his career that he kind of like rushed something, you know, yeah, and we would yeah. not think of yeah. Kanye as the guy who rushes everything, really. Right. Um, so this feels like it really could have been great. Um, it's obviously sort of hard to tell, but it's just like, I, I don't know. When I listen to like Hurricane or Alien, um, City in the Sky, you know, there's like a, like instrumentally, it's just incredible. Like the, the palette mm-hmm. and the like musical changes are always like surprising and interesting. You talked about Kid Cudi's section on um, Alien and it's like the the music just takes like such an unexpected turn and kind of turns into this like really glorious you know, Kid Cudi, like, what's he saying about something like, um, I'm hearing you, Lord. And it's like, it becomes like suddenly very emotional when he's been sort of talking about being an alien and stuff. Um, it's surprising. It's exciting. Um, we'll talk about this, but I just think instrument, like sonically, it's everything here is more interesting than Jesus is King. But, um, you know, there are several songs in here that I think really would have been classics. Um, I want to highlight xxx tentacion's verse on just, storm i was just gonna say that it's just fucking awesome and actually every <laughs> guest here just like seems to bring it which again we'll talk about this is something that i think is missing from jesus's king yeah that that uh xxx uh tentacion it, it's like i like it because he, he you know he's going like so hard it reminds me of uh what's what's that uh uh fuck on me uh what's that song yeah that like yeah um look at me fuck oh look me. at me yeah yeah it, it like reminds me of that but it's like funny because the quality is so different you know like when it, <laughs> yeah. and i'm sure you know it's because of the leaks or whatever but like it just like instantly gets to like oh i recorded this on a cell phone or something yeah, uh, yeah. but it like oh it almost like sort of works with him um yeah so, so Again, i did dig that that feels like more sort of proud defiance you know just the idea that like in this sort of period it seemed like kanye was like i know he's canceled i know he beat up his pregnant girlfriend i'm not i'm not saying that's okay but i know he did it um and he's gonna be on my album anyway you know and like i know that you guys hate lil pump and uh mm-hmm. you know takeshi 69 or whatever but i'm rapping with them now you know and it was sort of like this just defiance of everything, which I think could have been, was giving some kind of drive to this project that would have pissed a lot of people off, but I would have been there for it. Um, let's see, anything else to say? I mean, we could sort of turn back to Yandi because I think some of this, you know, when we talk about Jesus King, it might sort of enlighten maybe what he was chasing with mm-hmm. um, Yandi. But otherwise, I want to spend just a second talking about Sunday service. So, if we continue walking through the timeline, um, I think that somewhere around, you know, who knows when he decided to scrap Yandi, but he obviously like postponed it indefinitely sometime in November. And then by February, the song I Like It was released on Lil Pump's. I love it. I love it. Sorry. It was released on (laughs) Lil Pump's um, album. And it, um, it, you know, so that means he must have like decided he didn't, want the track anymore right because mm-hmm. you yeah. wouldn't you wouldn't make it like a, a lead single for both artists on both albums um so by february he might have sort of moved moved on from some aspect of this but i think by january um so somewhere around that time he had started doing this sunday service thing where he's like sort of touring around they were like private parties at first and then they became public right dan um mm-hmm. sort of performances with a full choir uh preacher is there you know like 
the full thing. What did you guys make of this when it was first happening? Well, I think the first public one was the Coachella, uh, you know, that was live streamed. Uh, But I had seen, you know, like Kim had been posting like the private ones on Instagram and stuff. And and I've been watching them. And, you know, when you saw little clips here and there, it it seemed uh, a little more interesting than it ends up actually being. But, you know, the the Coachella one I I, I did uh, watch. um, And I've watched uh, several more after that. Uh, (laughs) And, uh, you know, it, it just sort of like, you want more Kanye when you watch them. You know, it's mostly the choir. Kanye usually will do like Jesus Walks or maybe yeah, one other he does, song. D- does a little like sample triggering when and that's it suddenly cool. turns into like a Detroit house situation. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's cool. But I, I mean, it seems like a thing. Like, like if it came to town here, obviously I would go. It seems like right. it would be like sort of really fun to be like there in the moment. But like watching it at home, uh, it's a little boring. He's a little checked out. What did you make of it, Darren? Yeah, I mean, I haven't really, like, watched, I guess, specifically Sunday Service. But what I have seen is I watched that, um, that uh, what, airport karaoke or airplane yeah. karaoke oh, with yeah, James yeah. Corden. Which I think is something similar to that, maybe, because he has the yeah, choir. Yeah, there. it's basically the same. So, you know, in the and if we get to the, the film at some point, I'll talk about it there, too. But, like... You know, it's it's entertaining to watch a really great choir just kind of go through some like vocal Olympics, right? Like it is, it's fun to watch for a short while. You know what I mean? Like some of the things that they do is very impressive, but kind of like what you mentioned, Dan, like after a while, it's sort of just like, well, you know, I'm really here for Kanye mm-hmm. and there's not a whole lot of Kanye really it, happening. You it know? basically just turns into, oh, you just watch church for an hour. <laughs> Basically, yeah, and I mean, I mean, the, you contrast that with like that period of time where Kanye was like ranting at every show, you know what I mean? And you would just sit there and listen to him go on and on about just crazy stuff, off the wall stuff. But you would, you know, I felt like I was more invested in 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 listening to that than I am in like, you know, something like no, I, I mean, th- those as they're called visionary streams of consciousness are uh, much more <laughs> interesting. Um, because, yeah, you never know what he's going to say or, or exactly. anything, you know? Um, whereas this, it's sort of like each... I, I think I've watched like four of them now or so, and they're sort of exactly the same, you know? Like, nothing, yeah, nothing's really too different. You know, maybe they'll play a different song or something, but like, essentially what Kanye does is exactly the same each time. I mean, you always feel like you got a little conned when you sit through the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's not a lot of Kanye, and I, I do agree that like in the room, I bet it's quite exhilarating, and the the choir is pretty amazing, and you know they really know how to put on a show, and it's really cool how they will often be sort of you know dressed in some sort of uh, matching garb or whatever, and they will sometimes you know they're all dancing, sometimes they start moving like in a sort of choreographed circle and stuff like that. Um, Kanye is like sort of sitting at the center all of, at all of, of all of it, and um, it's like visually pretty stunning mm-hmm. and i will say that the um the performance he did the sunday after jesus is king came out uh was live streamed in la and it was he was much more involved than i had seen him up yeah. to that point and it was really the best one he brought clips out as well kenny g was there and um you know, he, he was sort of, they were doing a lot of Jesus is King stuff and he was doing his verses and everything. And there was like a lot of sort of jamming, you know, he was just sort of like, you could tell he just wanted to do the follow God 
verses again you know so they just kind of like the choir jammed for a little bit the guy who leads the choir is like really good at kind of like he'll bring everybody down he'll like have just the sopranos you know yeah that, that guy's really like then, interesting to watch and stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then <laughs> and then the you know film. they they bring it all back and you know he's just like sort of um conducting everything and then you know you can tell he, you know him and kanye are just kind of like you know, like a band, like a jam band, just kind of like they're locking eyes and you can see that Kanye wants to get up and rap again. And so they do it, you know, like when Kenny G played for use this gospel, they just like kept doing it, you know, like over and over again. And Kenny G just starts like soloing and you can just tell they were just sort of having fun with it. There's something like quite alive um, and interesting about that. Now, what what do you think, you know, if we could play like psychologist a little bit, like we sort of were with Yandi, you know, what do you think sort of drew him to this? I think it's, it's interesting that obviously with the Trump stuff and all this, you know, he's like getting into some trouble and almost like retreating into some kind of conservatism. Maybe I'm more like way off on that, but for some reason he's really embracing um, this religious aspect. And he sort of mentioned that he didn't, he didn't like fully convert when he started the Sunday service thing until even after Coachella. Um, but something started to, you know, maybe the communal aspect of, I mean, what, what the, the jamming maybe, what, what do you make of this? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to say. Obviously, you know, we're not him, but right. I, I, I don't know. I, I hate to, I hate to like put words in someone's mouth or, or, or you know, anything. But like, remember during the, you know, the 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 Trump era of of Kanye, like when he went on TMZ and stuff, and he was hanging out with that like uh, lady, uh, Candace Owens. Candace Owens. Yeah, yeah. Who, who she's like some Fox News person or, right, or something right. like that, you know. And he was sort of like saying the things that she was saying you know like sort of parroting whatever she said and then now he's hanging out with like this weird pastor guy and stuff and then yeah you know i don't i don't want to accuse him of like people putting thoughts in his mind and stuff um because i i do think like kanye is legitimately like a very smart person um but you know i mean it happened to it happened to bob dylan like sort of the same sort of way like dylan got into this um kind of cult thing it's called like the vineyard christ church or something like that uh which and it's like very very like similar to this he fell into it became you know born again and everything so i i wonder if it is like just the the people he's around because he's susceptible to like sort of like i don't want to say like trying to fit in because i don't think it's that but you know I, i can't think of like another way to say it I mean, I really get the vibe that it was like an aesthetic thing at first, Mm -hmm. you know, like this choir moving in a giant circle surrounded by like, I don't know, shrubbery and flowers and stuff. And, um, and that maybe like hanging out with this choir all the time and like hearing these sermons and stuff like actually did start to affect him, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, him saying that he didn't actually convert until after Coachella would sort of indicate that. There was something like that. I mean, what do you make of this um, this interest in the Sunday service choir, Darren? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I've been trying to sort of frame it, you know, in his entire career, like as Kanye, the image, right? You know, and even from the earliest days, I mean, Kanye's kind of always talked about Jesus and God in some way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Despite what some of his other lyrics may suggest, like he's kind of yeah. always had that out there. Obviously Jesus walks is, is a big yeah. uh, part of that. Um, and then, you know, in the interviews that he's been giving recently, like he mentions like, yo, like last year was like a really low point for me, but he, what he points to is like, 
you know, the MAGA hat, right, being a low point. He talks about, you know, and what he what he means to me, it sounds like people looking down on him, right? Like just jumping all over him because of all these things that he's doing. And then what he also adds somewhere else in the conversation, he mentions things like, you know, why do I have to why do I have to think a certain way because of the color of my skin? Like, you know what I mean? Like right, right. kind of talking about people's expectations and, you know, we kind of have always known Kanye to sort of pretty much always go against the expectation, you know, to try to defy mm-hmm. what people are expecting. And in this case, I think, I think you're right, Gabe. I mean, I'm, I'm certain the Sunday service probably has had some impact on him, but I also think he's thinking about, you know, the Twitter world and like the way people are, you know, millennials these days, his fans, like his fan base, like what they're listening to, what their political beliefs are. And in some ways, I think he's just kind of going against that and saying like, look, look at, look who, look at me. It's the guy that you think would totally be like the most liberal person or whatever hanging out with Donald Trump. You know what I mean? Like, what do you guys think think about that? I think that's shocking, you know? I, I think that that's a good point because he said himself that he's never voted and that he like really doesn't know much about it. So it does sort of seem like often he's just taking the like antagonist. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, th- this is uh, like there's a line on the track Bye Bye Baby off of uh, from the Yandi leaks uh, that I think sums it up entirely where he says, um, when they tell me I can't do it, it gives me a rush. I feel like that is mm-hmm. that explains Trump. That yeah, explains Christianity. Go. I mean, maybe the conversion ends up being real. We can talk about that, but it's like, you know, w- you know, as soon as they like you, make them unlike you. Like this has kind it's of been Kanye's mo him. for a long mm-hmm. time, and you know, I just feel like a lot of this is 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 reactive. You know, um, you mentioned Dylan's Christian period, which this is getting a lot of comparisons to. Um, I was also sort of intrigued by the idea of like, you know, we talked about the Rolling Thunder review in a recent episode. And does it feel like Sunday service has that kind of that kind of hype around it? Like, yeah, what is Kanye doing? You know, and it's I feel like one day people will talk about it like the Rolling Thunder review. I, I think, uh, you know, like the the original idea for the Rolling Thunder was that like they would just kind of roll into a town, uh, you know, hang out with some local musicians and stuff. People would uh-huh. join the band, you know, like you wouldn't even know the concert was was going to happen, you know, more than more than a couple days out. Um it, it didn't really work because like the money and everything, but Kanye is so rich and, and now the internet exists, you know, before they had to, they literally handed out flyers and, and stuff to get yeah, to, at colleges. Right. Whereas now, like you can announce something like all these listening parties and, and the like uh, shows at the forum and stuff and, and LA, like those get announced, the tickets go on sale in, in an hour, but everybody knows about it, you know, because of the internet. Um, so it's like he sort of is doing that because a lot of the choir is like just people from um, the, yeah. the the local area and stuff. So I think it like really is sort of like a um, a realization it's like a grassroots thing. Yeah, yeah of, I mean, he talked about it in that in that big boy um, interview. He talked about like real America. I mean, his like thoughts would constantly change. Remember, he was like. Yeah, you know, like Wyoming, like this is like real America, real, and it, it feels sort of like and that. That was sort yeah, of another thing of the Rolling Thunder was that because it, it happened in '75, you know, it was almost the bicentennial and everything. Uh, they, they, you know, they talk about that in the, in the movie. Um, so, I, 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 the other odd thing is, I think it was about a year ago now. Like, remember uh, Kanye like tweeted like uh, to for, at Bob Dylan like to talk to him. And stuff so like i i <laughs> no i don't remember yeah um 
I, I wish I had the tweet in front of me. Um, but yeah, he like he like said like uh, you know let's let's work together or something. Uh, of course, <laughs> I don't think Dylan ever wow. ever responded. But it's like that really was at like the start of this. So I like part of me does wonder like did Kanye like learn about the Rolling Thunder and like sort of Man. Exp- expand upon that expand upon that idea or or, or what you know it's just so fun that like i feel like with the leaks and the sunday service you just like get these little glimpses into like what's going on in his mind you know and it's like one of the most fascinating minds like in music history obviously so it's like tantalizing you know you can't resist like playing psychologist but let's uh move in to jesus is king the main event here and we can sort of bounce back to some of this uh stuff as we like but you know as you read about his conversion like, you know, renouncing rap, basically saying he's going to be a gospel artist from now on. He, he started to hold these little listening parties um, in September, this previous September with, uh, you know, these little IG clips would would come out, you know, Kim's Instagram and stuff. I mean, what were your like expectations? What do you what did you think Jesus King was going to be like? I mean, part of me knew that uh you know an album called jesus is king uh don't don't get your hopes up too high but but then uh, the other part of me was like jesus walks is a you know one of the greatest songs ever um kanye's i was imagining an album of ultra light beams yeah 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 that's another one and stuff so you know i thought uh, maybe it'll just be a regular record and he's just calling it that you know like it wouldn't really be like a hundred percent christian you know like even even after the first like listening party you know everybody said it was like played so loud that you couldn't like yeah yeah, it was so loud that you couldn't hear it um but they were like yeah i'm pretty sure he doesn't cuss at all and it was like oh okay well that's fine people seem to forget that 808 has has no cussing on it either so like you know that never worried me or or anything but um yeah part of me was was don't get your hopes up more a part of me was uh i hope it's just jesus walks in ultra light beams for you know a whole record yeah i mean i think Kanye since Dark Fantasy has basically earned my attention when anytime he's doing listening sure. parties oh, yeah, or sure. talking about the run up to an album, even though I feel like each subsequent album has been less and less, I guess, interesting in terms of like the storyline, I suppose. Um, but here, you know, I was like, okay, I mean, it's going to be new Kanye. Like, we'll, you know, we'll see what goes on. It was really once I saw like the track listing that I was like, mm, nope. I don't think that this is going to, yeah. At that point, yes, I was beginning to to worry for sure. I was like, I was really not worried at all. I was feeling very confident. Um, I was like, you know what? He's saying this and I bet it's going to end up being like, you know, ultra light beam or something. You know, his idea of gospel. I mean, he called called Pablo. He said that was going to be a gospel album. Right, right, right. So I I was kind of like calling his bluff. The listening party clips that would come out, you know, you could... It was obviously extremely loud and the, you know, phone recordings, like you couldn't really tell what was going on, but you could hear that there were like some fucking bangers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like maybe I was hearing, you know, follow God and stuff like that, but you could hear like, yeah, there's some slappers. He's, you know, this is going to be like a hip hop album. I think this is going to be fine. And like I said, you know, you, if, if he had moved on to like a fully formed sort of classic, Ye would be the outlier. And so I really felt like this was going to be a course correction. I felt especially good, you know, bad, but good when he delayed the album by like about a month, you know, because 
I was like, oh my God, we're about to get another rush thing. Because at those listening parties, he was talking about like recording verses and, you know, had to (laughs) fix this, had to change this. And I was like, oh God. And then he postponed it by a month. And I was like, great. He's going to give it the time it needs to finish it. It's not going to be an overnight 4 a.m. thing. Of course, it ended up being that. But, (laughs) um, you know, I just thought like, He's going to pull this off. I, re- I really fe- I really felt that way. Um, I wanted to talk about now, before the we got anybody got to hear the album, uh, he released this IMAX film, um, also called Jesus is King. And I didn't see it, but you guys both saw it. And um, together. we haven't actually talked about it. Yeah, yeah together. Um, little date. Uh, <laughs> we haven't actually talked about it. So can you kind of tell me what that was about? What, what did you think watching that? Uh, well, it, it was... First off, I love the Runaway movie from uh, yes. Dark Twisted Fantasy, yes. so I was kind of excited for this. Um, but what what it is is uh, there's there's this artist uh, named James Terrell. He's been working on this um, like installation out. It's in a um, like inactive volcano, I think in Arizona, but don't at me if I'm wrong. Um, he's been working on it since the 70s, um, and it's still not done. And um, only like a few people have ever like been inside of it. You know, his friends, he's held like some fundraisers where you paid like thousands of dollars to get to go inside and stuff. And so this was uh-huh. like Kanye paid him a million dollars to be able to film this movie in there. Um, and this is like sort of the first look that like the general public has gotten inside of this. It's called the Roden Crater. Um, and it's like a, you know, a, a, a rad art piece that I like knew about before this. Uh, so I was excited like just because of, of that. Um, but uh the 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 movie um is it's the it's the crater um with then it's just um the the sunday service essentially inside of of this crater um huh i'll I'll let you add on darren yep so you know kind of similar to what you mentioned like i love the runaway film i love like the the way like how artistic uh the power music video was you know what i mean right yeah that's i came into this thinking that again this is going to be something really visually appealing to to look at and i mean largely it is like it's it's very interesting to watch you know um how it's filmed kind of what's happening um in the background but as far as like the content like what's actually happening on screen yeah i mean it's largely the sunday service with that really animated um you know choir leader choir leader guy who's like just kind of leading the way and and like i mentioned you know early on like it's fun to watch like i mean they do some really really cool stuff as like a as a choir that i was like very you know impressed by but then you know the, the film is like what like 30 minutes long or so just under maybe maybe like halfway through you're kind of already getting to the point where it's like all right i mean i've seen enough um not much really changes kanye starts to appear but he seems like he's just sort of like (laughs) hi dan i think i remarked you to to you this was like it seems like he's hearing all of this for the first time yeah you know what i mean he's just kind of like he kind of nods his head a little bit like he's gonna get into something but he doesn't actually do anything like he doesn't like start rapping right then and there or anything like it was uh, had been rehearsed he it's it's really like he's just there listening and just kind of like bobbing his head to it um then there's like you know there's there are like uh little transitions where you see like a bible verse and then another song another sunday service song happens um uh, there's an entire segment dedicated to people just crying and hugging each other oh yeah that was so <laughs> weird it i mean by that point in the film i'm like kind of like all right 
all right, now you're like, you're just, you're beating me over the head with this. You know what I mean? I can't believe it was tiring after 30. Yeah, minutes. yeah. No, that was the thing yeah. because it, the opening shot is like fucking so good. Uh, it oh, yeah. starts, oh, yeah. it starts with, uh, Salia, um, Salem. or Salem, whatever, however the fuck you say it. But it starts at like the, <laughs> you know, the hallelujah, hallelujah. And so yeah. like, imagine it it's being really, in, really a, cool. in a movie theater and it is fucking booming and oh, you're, yeah. okay. and it's, it, the, the shot is so great. It's like rising up from the rodent crater. And like when that's going on, I was like, in my head, I said, he did it again, motherfucker. He did it again. <laughs> he did it again. Um, you know, I was like, this is going to be so great. And so, you know, that's going on and it, it's just, it's like a great version of that track. Like, um, I, I wish I, so it's not, it's not the album version. Then It's not exactly why. the same because it starts at the Halloween the IMAX part. version. Yeah. And at exactly the credits, the it credit says is. the IMAX. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do. Oh. I do sort of want to see the film post the album so I could see what the differences yeah. are. But, um, but yeah, it does that. And that, that scene is so great. But then each, each song is like its own little section and there's no, there's nothing tying it all together. Like he just, there's just like a five second clip of, you know, a Bible verse on screen. It's like, okay, well now we're on to the next thing. Like there's, shots of just like up close on on a flower and then like there's like a deer running uh-huh. it's like, like each each thing there's like nothing it, again it, it's sort of like the album um it's like sort of rushed and just kind of poorly pieced together um because there, there's some cool moments like uh kanye in, in in the crater just him um and like two other guys uh like one's playing the piano and stuff and he's singing and God, I can't remember what song it was now. It just left me. Uh, but he's like sort of just like very like sweetly singing. Um, it's it's from 808's uh, a song. And and that's like really cool. Say you will. I can't remember. Um, and then uh, he sings uh, to one of his kids like later on. Like he like he's it's like a really close up shot on on him like holding uh, one of his like really small children um and just like sort of humming and 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 singing lightly to it and like that's like it's pretty like sweet and like uh you know humanizing uh of kanye yeah. and stuff. but like in between that all, all it is is like these sunday service things again and like like darren said like it's interesting to see this choir that that like choir leader guy is like super animated and like you know has like such control of all these people and that and that's really yeah, cool but yeah. like it just it's the same thing over, you know, over and over and over again. Okay. Like, you know, anything you get tired of in 30 minutes is kind of not that great, I think, you know? Yeah. Okay. So that came out. And then within a couple of days, we got the album Jesus is King. Um, it was supposed to release at midnight, but of course it was uh, not till around noon the following day that we actually got it. But all right, I'll forgive him. Um, so I want to know, like, your first impressions. The first time you listen to this album, what did you think? Yeah, um, the right when it came out, like uh, you had texted, and um, me and my wife had like just left. We were driving uh, to West Palm Beach, and uh, so we were, we were in the car. So you know, of course, we we throw it right on, and uh, uh. you know, the first song starts, and it, it's just the Sunday Choir thing. You know, it's sort of an intro, okay. And then the the yeah. first song, I remember, like as soon as he uh, um, he says that, like uh, the he like mentions a specific verse, like. John yeah, eight John, three, eight, three three yeah three. Uh, me and my wife just both sort of looked at each other and like ah uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, it really is gonna be just a a Christian rap yeah. and you know like we we listened to the whole thing and it was sort of like I remember thinking like sort of halfway through I, I was kind of like 
uh, getting getting a little getting a little tired uh, tired of this. Uh, and I, the whole time I was just like, I just just make it to the clips verse, you know. Like I I've, I love yeah. I love clips. Um, I was like that'll that'll save it. That'll be so great. Uh, we'll we'll get to that later. But um, you know, we we listened to it like I think three times back to back. Even though uh, you know, yeah. just just to see if we missed something. But yeah, my my first impressions were not not that uh not not that uh, excited for it. What about you, Darren? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, the opening was fine. Um, I think Sela was fine. You know, I was familiar with it, obviously, mm-hmm. from the film. Um, and then pretty much from then on, I was sort of feeling pretty underwhelmed, I think. Um, and more more along the lines of like, yeah, this is kind of what I was expecting. Um, and I had sort of had my expectations pretty low and it, that's pretty much where I felt like it was at, at least after the first full listen. Huh? Yeah. You know, I was like immediately struck by how, you know, chaotic and sloppy it it felt. Um, you know, every hour seems to just sort of like start right in the middle. Mm -hmm. Clips right in. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually clips right out Mm -hmm. too. And it's like. Yeah, I just felt like, you know, I started the track and I, you know, you know, like sometimes when you like kind of hit play on something and like maybe for some reason it like, oh yeah, like glitches and finger hit the, 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 the track, you know, or something. Yeah. 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 And you like, you know, some, for some reason you didn't get the very beginning. I'm like, was that, you know, was that right? And it's like, (laughs) you'll never know. Yeah. No, we're just, we're just right into it, you know? And so it was like, fuck, you know, it was a little abrupt. And then like Selah, you know, it feels a little bit more like an intro track where it's like, okay, you know, we're going to do the slow organ build and everything. But then it kind of like rifles right through in the course of two minutes and 45 seconds, like this really grand, you know, every step along the way of this grand buildup. And then it's like immediately over. Follow God is a minute and 45 seconds. And I'm just feeling like I can't catch my breath, Mm -hmm. you know, like we're, we're just like rifling through shit. Um, And then I was kind of like, I thought it was so bizarre that when we hit uh, water, all of a sudden it kind of mellowed out and slowed down. You know, the last couple tracks are like three and a half minutes, which are like actual song lengths. And after the, like the breakneck pace of the first half, I was like bored in the second half, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just immediately like, Oh no, you know, this, I don't know what he did with that month delay, but it, this sounds like something that was, you know, rushed overnight basically. Um, so we've spent obviously more, more time with it. Um, Let's try to describe the overall sound of Jesus is King. Uh, I mean, it's about Jesus <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and him being king. Um, yeah, I mean, it it, it sounds like a, uh, you know, a gospel rap album. Uh, but I will say that the instrumental, you know, when you think of like, you know, Christian rock or anything, uh, it's it usually tends to sound... Um, you know the little bit I I've heard um, it tends to sound like usually kind of like cheap or something. You know, and, and maybe it is because there's not that much money behind it. Um, I, I'll say like this doesn't sound like that. It, it still at least sounds like a, a pop record uh, from a you know major label artist and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it's I I don't know. It, it, like it, it cycles through but between having like the the Sunday service choir, you know, in every hour. Uh, that that sort of like returns kind of in water. Um it, it's just so like messy. There's not like really like one overarching sound. Um it, I don't think. 
Yeah, it's it's a little tricky. How how would you describe it, Darren? It is pretty tricky. I mean, he certainly stays on on theme pretty much yeah. uh, the entire way through. So that's something. I mean, we could. I want to dive into the lyrics, but it's kind of like you know, instrumentally, would these songs stand out on Pablo? I mean, does it feel like a sonically a step forward, like we're used to from him, or what? I think some of them, um, and and I f- by. Judging on the leaks and stuff, I think it's sort of the ones that we at least know have like been in the hopper for a bit, like uh, Selah. Um, yeah, right. You know that that was not in the in the Yandi leaks that we took from the whiteboard, but there is a leak of that. Um, yeah, and that yeah. that is like really great too. Um, that leak, it's so much follow, better. I think "Follow God" is a is a strong you know yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? Um, it is uh, incredibly yeah. short, but. I mean, it's kind of like, it's weird because I think that, and this this is sort of retroactive because I am somebody who did not listen to the Yandi leaks before Jesus is King came out because I didn't want to spoil anything or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like so disappointed with this that I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm listening to these leaks. And, you know, so in retrospect, it kind of sounds like a bunch of unused like Yandi demos um, that have been repurposed Mm -hmm. for this new theme and so some of the tracks are very hip-hop you know like follow god on god these are like banging beats you know um others are yeah a little bit more of like a combination i mean selah feels like it's supposed to be like ultra light beam part two you know it's kind of got like the it's like a a a fine mixture of like kanye's style particularly dark apocalyptic kanye dramatic with with the choir other times the choir is not even present, you know? Um, and so it, and they'll like pop up just a little bit, like on water you mentioned. And so it makes for sort of a weird album where it feels like, you know, it feels like a bunch of stuff that he was doing before he got into the Sunday service vibe. And then a couple things he added the Sunday service choir to, to kind of give it some sort of unity, but it's kind of like a bunch of, demos and I, I will say you know i was also struck immediately by the poor mixing here. oh god yes and you know like follow god sounds literally like a demo you know because it is clipping and distorted so much that you know what i'm saying it's, it just feels like we talked about pablo sounding like a bunch of demos sorta but this sounds way more like a bunch of demos to me yeah i mean did nobody like listen to the rec before they put it up did nobody like put some consumer grade headphones on and like check how it sounded because like i said when i first listened to it we were driving we listened to it in the car the mixing issues weren't as like noticeable right. uh you know because it's better speakers louder you know whatever but like that night you know we were staying in a hotel i i listened to it like b- before i went to bed um and just immediately the first time i listened to it in headphones i was like oh my god like you know i i thought pablo was bad um but yay and i you know i kind of remembered this re-listening to it this week like yay has like the exact problems like there there's some tracks on yay that are clipping like so horribly yeah that it that it almost makes you think like are my headphones broken or something i know it does but like listening now it feels like all those all those tracks are kind of like fully fleshed out whereas like follow god is just yeah you no know, like, no uh, that I get what it's you just mean. you could like you could have made that track in like an afternoon it's just like a vocal loop like father i stretch you know and like this repeating beat and that's the entire 
you know, track. You know, if you listen to like um, Storm from Yandi, mm-hmm. you can tell that that one's like a little farther along than some of the others because like during um, X's verse, there's all that like, you know, amazing beat work. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. like the beat drops out. Sometimes there's just a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And it's like evolving underneath the verse and like making the whole verse crescendo in this beautiful way. A lot of these are just like the beat is kind of just running. There's not a lot of changes or inventiveness in that way. You know what I mean, Darren? Yeah, for sure. Because like you look no further than like on Dark Fantasy, like some of the tracks on there where the like you mentioned the beat drops and like you can and you can almost tell that like the beat is running and somebody deliberately is like, no, no, this would make the song that much better. But you know what I mean? Like just kind of being very tedious about about every moment in the song and trying yeah, to find yeah. the right pockets. I mean, you could, that, that just happens when you listen to something over and over again and you continue to tweak it. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. here it just feels like that whole tweaking period wasn't really what was happening. And I imagine when Kim comes out and it's like, yeah, sorry guys, it's gotta be delayed. Cause they got to do some mixing stuff there. I think they're dealing with these like audio issues and, and much less of like trying to improve the song. You know what I mean? Like yeah, in terms develop of like the song. Develop it. Yes, that's that's the word. Yeah, I just feel like you can't you you can't just like make a song and then it be done. You know, like even the the shitty music I, I'll I'll make. You know, you you you'll make something. You listen to it. You're like, oh, you know that that sounds good. I think I'm done or something. But then you know you let it sit for a couple of days. You listen and then you can hear. You know, like when whenever you're you're working on a puzzle or so. You know, if you step away and come back. Like, you, you see things that you didn't see before and stuff. And I feel like w- he's not doing that. And so he never, like, sees those things that that are missing or that should be fixed yeah. or, or, you know, just like that would but even like it, you know? But it's weird because there's even, like, step steps back, I think. Because, again, to refer to the, stor- to the storm, which ended up being everything we need, you know, it's almost like a full minute longer in the leak. Yeah. Um, in the leak. And it's not just the... Uh, you know, the X verse, it's also like, there are these kind of like interesting, um, I think it's aunt Clemens who's, who's all over this might be Ty Dolla Sign. I don't know, but, um, like the vocals are sort of intersecting and layering. It's like this, the song just kind of like goes, it sort of explores these different textures and stuff. And, you know, it seems kind of like, I don't know, he got him to re-record uh, girl. You owe it to yourself as we got everything we need, you mm-hmm. know, and didn't meet, didn't have time to re-record all of the like layering and stuff that goes on there. Um, so it's really like pared down and simplified, um, you know, in regard to like, if this feels like a huge step forward, I guess it, it, it doesn't really, it feels like a bunch of unused stuff. I can even imagine like, you know, follow God. Like I, I imagine most of the stuff was like sort of started in Yandi and then some of the stuff like follow God, it might've just been like a beat that was sitting around, you know? And he was like, Oh yeah, that's got like a nice Christian sample on it. That would be good here. You know what I mean? It just feels like really like it, slapdash. Sort it, of. Like the whole record, like sort of like reeks of like, you had a school project and you waited yeah, and you waited yeah. until the last second you and even you got an extension on it but you still like <laughs> yeah. you still wait until the extension's almost <laughs> over like the the whole record like sort of reeks of that and like yeah uh yay like sort of reeked of it but i think like and maybe it's just like you know when you see this is even like worse yeah. um you know like it, it at least seems like sort of put together you know like there, there's there's some things that are are wrong with it but i think like overall you know it, it's fine it's it seems like at least a little labored over um but like so much stuff here like they're, they're 
there's not that like that laboredness of it. Um, like I said, like uh, Sela or whatever, like that one is is an older song and it and it has it a little bit you know like that that song is to me it, it yeah. was my favorite song on the record i think yeah because like you know it's such a like it's so it's it's amazing right at the end with that like hoota, hoota, yeah, hoota, yeah, you know yeah. comes in mm-hmm. like underneath like that's a cool little touch that you don't you know think of on the you know first no, couple exactly. days working no. on the track you know what i mean and it just elevates the end so much like it just it adds such a level and like just the way the hallelujahs build up and stuff. You can tell that thing was worked on a lot more than most of the other exactly. songs here. Exactly. Um, yeah. But I, I, I want to get into the, um, the lyrics. We got to spend some time on that. Obviously. Um, Pitchworks review kind of says that all we really get here is a bunch of like slogans, you know, like, uh, the kind of shorthand stuff that you would hear on any Christian album or whatever. Um, do you agree with that, Darren, or do you think there's something more here? I mean, I think partially, like, I don't think that much is being said, um, you know, just in the sense of, like, I don't know, attempting to be poetic or deep or moving in some way, you know, because I, you know, I, and I know we're going to talk about this, but, like, <clears throat> my belief system or lack thereof, right, is obviously on my mind as I'm listening to this. And I'm wondering, like, what's the motive? Is there, is, is he trying to convince me of something? Or is he celebrating just what he believes in? And I'm just meant to uh. just check it out from afar. Um, and I don't feel like there's much of the, like, trying to convince me of anything or trying to impress anybody. To me, it, it's much more of, like, kind of, like, slogany and, and using lines like John 833 and... He saved a wrench like me, you know, like, like yeah, borrowing, right, right. borrowing that kind of stuff. Like, and even yeah, the movie, yeah. the movie felt like that too, right, Dan? Because like uh-huh. he was putting like fairly famous like Bible quotes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel like deep you know? digging. No, exactly. Yeah. That that that's a good point, Darren. You know, like I I've I've never been to church in my entire life, uh, <laughs> but every Bible ver- or at least almost all the Bible verses he put up on the screen, I knew what they were. Like I've heard them before. You know, John three right, sixteen. Right. You know, everybody knows that. Um, I'm more of an Austin 316 man myself, but, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, like the, it, it sort of seems like surface level Christianity, like yeah, a, yeah. like a person who just got into it or something. And judging from like the Zane Lowe interview where he said he got into it in April, which was around Coachella, um, it, it's accurate, you know, like, um, it, it does yeah. sort of seem like the slogan version of, of Christianity. Uh, and I like sort of in preparation for, for this, um, podcast i listened to those like dylan christian records um and and i thought about i like sort of thought about this question like during it and and it seemed like dylan like had a bigger grasp of like christianity you know like some of the stuff he talks about in in those records is like you know beyond me like i did i i don't i don't really like know what he's talking about or something but here it's all like you know uh he's mentions jezebel and so you know it's like things that like yeah anyone who grew up in america like no knows this you know it, it's yeah. sort of I mean, like cultural uses, things he he uses these slogans in those interviews too he says things like let go and let god and jesus take yeah the wheel. yeah like, like that's i mean that's <laughs> right, right. where he's at right yeah i mean you know i think that um well whatever fuck it i'm gonna offend some people um you know it's like <laughs> 
I, I find Christianity is kind of like that uh, for like 99% of people. You know, it's like if you ever watch a church service or something, it's like they're saying like Hallmark level shit, you know, like <laughs> Jesus said, like, tr- you know, treat others like you would like to be treated. And everybody's like jotting it down in their notes, like, oh, my fucking God, like I never even thought of that, you know, and it's like <laughs> the dumbest shit that I don't know how anybody thinks it's deep. But what I eventually decided is that like, like what you get here are is a bunch of slogans and then every once in a while like a little you know a little look through the cracks or something which is an out al- the album that i wanted you know so he he mentions right like um i think on the on the track god is right he says jesus saved me now i'm sane you know and it's pretty apparent to me that his like mental health crisis of the last couple of years you know on yandi he's like actually really proud about being off his meds and like being unleashed you know right. um his hospitalization and stuff i mean it's pretty clear that he found like a lot of people do christianity is like some sort of coping mechanism in my opinion that's a very unhealthy fucked up way to treat your mental health but that's what he's using it for right and so you get this little peek into like behind the scenes of like what's drawn him to this you know with a line like that he mentions stuff like on that same song he says like um this my kids this my crib this my wife this my life you know it's like he he's there's a certain paranoia about i don't know fucking up his life mm-hmm. or like losing his family i mean closed on sundays is or closed on sunday is like basically seems to be talking to kim and saying like we need to have sunday as a family day or something and like not let you know people you know ev- vipers in yeah, put, not let people indoctrinate put the gram away yeah put the gram away on Sundays so we have this day to ourselves, you know, don't let Jezebel's in here. You know, there's like some sort of paranoia going on and that Christianity is some way to like sort of save his family or something. I don't know if his mental health was actually damaging his relationship with his family or what, you know what I mean? Like you get these little peaks. I'm like, that's the album I want. Like, tell me more, you know, because in, in fantasy, we get to see like all the way in, you know what I mean? Like, the, the shit that he's like his regrets and his like ego and how it's like destroying things and how his, you know, all this stuff. And that's what the album's about. This album is that's like the subtext. And then he again and again just retreats into slogans. I think like right. the last song, Jesus is Lord, is like the perfect example where like the, you know, it's just a short lyric where it's just like submitting, giving up to God. And I feel like that's what this album is, is like occasional mentions of his issues. And then just like, but you know what? God's going to take care of it. And that's not very interesting to me. No, I, I, I completely agree. You know, it, it, it's not that interesting. Um, I, I don't know if I wanted like, I, I don't know if I would find it more interesting if he was like steeped in Christianity and was, you know, telling me a sermon or something. I, I don't know that I would like that either. But but yeah, I mean, give us the peek at like why you're, 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 you're doing this yeah. uh, instead of just like telling us the slogans that 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 you enjoy or that you heard or that that led you to it. You know? Just comfort yeah, you, yeah, exactly. Make you feel better and make you not have to face like the reality of what you're going through. You know? Yeah, it's it's a I don't know. It, it, it's 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 really odd. And another odd thing is um, why isn't Chance on this? The other like sort of Christian rapper, you know. Why, wh- there are almost no guests yeah, on but this. Like, what's up with that? It, it, it's it's really, like, crazy. I I don't know. Did just people not want to be on it? Did everyone have, like, such a hard time uh, not swearing? 
I, I know, like, um, I mean, do, doesn't it feel like he was talking about New Body? He needed Nikki to re record her mm-hmm. verse and then it ended up not on the album. But doesn't it feel like Follow God or something had, you know, like a, a guest verse yeah, on and it I, in whatever original form it was and he just had to cut it? And I know, like, some of the songs did, like, On God at one point, Young Thug was on that. Um, he's like, or did you notice, like, on um hands on it sounds very much like young thug like i don't know what the fuck he's saying but he's like hold it deaf hold it burn it deaf you know <laughs> and it just sounds like a little little clip of like this was some full thing he did for something else and it's just used as a little transition here mm-hmm. but you know what i'm saying darren like don't we need some more voices on this album yeah i mean i think so you know look at like ultralight beam you know the song that we continue to point to as being like that would be the album we would want to hear i mean chances on there as you mentioned um i think kanye's just in general kanye's records we've always talked about this he always brings out the best of his guests you know what i mean and even if it's an album about jesus i would still trust that kanye would know how to bring the best out of the people but you know uh, going back to like this whole slogan stuff and and just thinking about like ultralight beam and like why why do I like that song so much more? I mean, obviously, musically, sonically, it's it's really, like, incredible. But also, yeah. I mean, like, lyrically, like, they're, you know, he's talking about, like, ultralight beam, this is a god dream. It's, like, really large, abstract stuff. Like, I would prefer him to go yeah. kind of yeah. Yeah, 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 deeper yeah. into that realm, into this abstract world where, like, you know, we're not talking in slogans. We're talking kind of beyond what, you know, the simple understanding of, I- like christianity and jesus you know what i mean i think that that that's a really good point you know something like ultralight beam like sort of reads to me like somebody who's you know quote unquote like spiritual you know maybe in like a sort of christian sense like he believes in jesus and stuff but like he's not well like versed in the bible maybe isn't you know actively going to church but he believes it um you know and you're coming up with like like he said like sort of like your own um system or, or, or around that or whatever whereas like this is just like he's repeating things that like somebody told him or he read or or you know whatnot it, which which is a much yeah. less interesting thing to listen to i mean so like if you think about you know there, there's a verse on the track water which is getting a lot of hate because he just says like jesus is this jesus oh, yeah, is yeah. this jesus is this over and over again right and you know there's there's something interesting there because it's like an important part I guess I don't want to go too off the rails, but like there's something meditative and quite spiritual about repetition. You know what I mean? Like this is like why all the sixties minimalists were into like Eastern religion and stuff because you know, just repetition or something, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like this kind of meditative quality. And there is something interesting about there are prayers and approaches to Christianity where you're kind of like just repeating Jesus's name or something like that's how you can reach him you know you're reaching out to somebody you're pleading with somebody something like that and so imagine if like instead of that verse or in addition to that verse he's there were some lines about like as long as I just keep you know repeating Jesus's name I don't have to think about blank you know what I mean like if yeah, we got a little insight, a reason for it yeah so well, all we have is like some kind of empty like repetition right. but it could have been really interesting. You know, I, I feel like it could have been a Christian album and been like absolutely phenomenal. Um, I do want to talk about like, you know, let's dive into some of the songs, like highlights, lowlights. Um, what jumped out of you guys? Well, I'll say the absolute low light for me is closed on Sunday. Uh, 
that song <laughs> it's like it's just stupid you know like i mean the whole yeah, but it's sort of like an interesting instrumental isn't it like it, it feels I, like it's building a, a, and then a little bit because and what gave what made me think that the most is um he went on jimmy kimmel and he played it live and the live version is so much more interesting and like sort of like brooding and darker and stuff um which which yeah. is always like kind of really like sort of shines at that like sort of apocalyptic like dark yeah. darkness there's um, a little bit of that here yeah a, a little bit but but then you know he ruins at the end where he's like chick-fil-a like oh, yeah like so, he didn't know where to like no it sounds like it's about to pop off yeah and, and he's, just, he's like, just like i don't know what to do and it's extra annoying that like the previous song had ended with him just screaming yeah no know, exactly like, he's a style it's almost the same not thing. End it. it's the, almost the exact yeah. same thing that song that song is just like the epitome of like corniness on this record you know uh you're uh, yeah. my number I mean, one with like, the lemonade like what a stupid yeah. line I don't like super mind the corniness. I don't like fully get the line. I don't think it like is a great line or anything, but it's like, what's weird about it is like sort of the problematic nature of it. Um, you know, a lot of people complain about violent crimes from yay, where he was like, I basically treated women like shit until I had a daughter and I realized they're people, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, um, and on this one, he's kind of like, I don't know, like sort of preaching at his wife, like put your phone away, you know, spend time with your family, you know, like Jezebels aren't allowed in here. Well, you know, I like think slutty women, I, you know, it's like, I think from, from that Zane Lowe interview, I think he's sort of talking to himself. Uh, cause he's like, says in that, that he like was addicted to porn and like looking at, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, it, uh, thoughts as the kids call them on, uh, Instagram, um, and stuff. So I, I think, right, I think right. he's a little bit talking to himself, but, but I get, you know, it is sort of like, if he is talking it's like controlling and weird, I, I, I don't know. Well, um, I mean, there, yeah. And there's some stuff floating, you know, who knows the truth behind it, but like about how, like, he's not going to let his daughters have like makeup until they're like 18 right, or right. whatever, you know what I mean? And like, Oh, who, who knows? But I mean, I, I mean, that, that's probably part of the conversation in some, in some way. I mean, I don't really see Kim Kardashian coming out and being like, yeah, I'm all Christian now. So you know, if, yeah. if, he, if he's taking this seriously, then I imagine maybe some but of that's it's weird, right? Out. It it makes you think back to Yandi, where it's like, what did Kim think when he was writing all these songs, like about fake bitches who get plastic surgery and like yeah. post on Instagram all the time and stuff? Yeah. And, and like, he's literally talking about her family well, and her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, was was that like damaging to his relationship? Could that have been part of the reason he ended up scrapping it? But like, some of those attitudes are still here. I mean, again, playing psychologist, but. It's, inter- it's interesting how out of step his attitudes are with his like new family's business. Um, wh- what else jumped out of you, Darren? Um, I really, li- <laughs> I actually like the end of Follow God when he's just like talking about talking to his dad. <laughs> oh like, yeah, that is. Funny, yeah. He's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, that is classic. Uh, it's sort know, of Kanye. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I just. <sighs> Uh, nothing in particular I felt like was like, you know, obviously truly amazing. I mean, I, I like Selah. We've been talking about that song quite a bit. Um, I, I will, I will admit that there are, are some songs that just kind of stuck in my head, like melodies, you know what I mean? Yeah. Water yeah, being yeah. one of them. Um, even though I, I just didn't feel like I was enjoying the song, uh, Kenny G's part and use this gospel just like, would just play in my head maybe it's because it's he's just yeah. strangely playing by himself yeah the kid like was kind of a 
weird you, choice. Since you bring up the Kenny G thing, like, and him just like play, like, doesn't that seem like incredibly tacked on? Like, like it's like yeah, sort it of like I mean, absolutely. It like feels like sort of like oh, wouldn't it be sort of like funny if Kenny G played for a second? And people are like, yeah, thinking it's really good, but f- fuck, I he sucks. Kenny yeah, G, I don't Kenny G <laughs> sucks. Like, it's just like I, I hate, uh, you know, well, they're gonna I, at you, Dan. Uh, coming for I mean, you. it'd be, be cool if like that beat was going. <laughs> yeah, on it's just it exactly. cool when they. When they when they jammed it at the uh, at the Sunday service, I was talking about like it was really actually awesome. But um, you know, it, yeah, it feels really tacked on, and also like Pusha's verse is like offbeat at points. Did you notice that? Like, because there's like the door sound, like ding, yeah, ding, yeah, ding, ding, and like he kind of is like off sometimes, which also gives a tack tacked on quality. Sometimes like the the cella when like the beats are hitting. It feels like they're hitting a little a little early. Um, there's sort of a weird sloppiness there. I wanted to highlight um, On God, which is like an absolute banger. But here's the thing. Kanye has been sort of walking a fine line in the last few years where he's kind of like playing maestro. You know, he's like assembling talent and, you know, working like Miles Davis or something or like a film director where he's like getting the best out of people. He's mm-hmm. assembling everything, piecing it together. And it gets a little tricky, right? Because it's like, how much is he doing? You know, there there's rumors and stuff that he kind of just leaves people to work on stuff. And he like pops in periodically and is like, what you got, you know? And he still has managed to sort of own, own his albums, you know, where like every song on Pablo sounds like a Kanye song completely, you know? Um, when I listen to On God, what I hear for the first time, I think, in Kanye's career is like a great Pierre Bourne beat um, with that like amazing synth line, mm-hmm. just incredible. But I'm like, damn, you know, I, I end up walking away like Pierre Bourne fucking rules, you know? And it was fun that Kanye rapped over the top of his song. You know what I mean? Like, it's not gelling the way it used to. It doesn't feel like no, he's exactly. the director, the auteur in charge. Yeah, I I think that's a great point because we, we've talked about it like with Dark Twisted and Pablo and everything. Like, you know, some people plebs uh you know we'll bitch like oh you know there's there's a hundred writers on this song right who cares you know when you when you think of a you know your favorite movie director you know he didn't make the whole goddamn movie by himself oh excuse me i shouldn't say that uh no no gds (laughs) on this podcast um but uh, bleep it bleep all of it out but you know like i i always thought that was like sort of a like a good thing about Kanye, you know, it was like in the, in the tradition of, of miles and stuff like, like assembling, yeah. like he, he had this eye for talent. I mean, because how many people, you know, did you hear for the first time on a Kanye record, you know, right, Nicki Minaj, right. uh, designer. Oh, seven. Oh, shakes. <laughs> no, recently. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, he's like, been doing it. How, how pissed by the way, must like aunt Clemens be, he was like clearly going to be like the new star. Oh, yeah, he would have, yeah. And then that whole shit got scrapped. Like, no, fuck, exactly. Man, this I mean, his breakout moment. You know, Kanye is even like chance so... blew up completely. With yeah, Ultra no, exactly. Uh, yeah. Big Sean, you know, like he he's like yeah, he's yeah. like created so many of these like people, you know, and and I think that's like such a so that was like such a great thing about Kanye is because each record you're like, uh, or at least almost all the records, you know, you you like you find out about a new artist or something like yeah, in the, in yeah. the process of it. Nikki, he made Nikki a star with yeah, her yeah. monster verse. No, you know? exactly. Like, again and again. And yet this feels like there's none of that. Pierre Bourne was already a star mm-hmm. and he didn't really need Kanye on this track. Like playboy Cardi could have been on it. It would have been awesome. You know, um, it, you get what I'm saying, Darren, like 
he's not the uh, the auteur he once was. Yeah, I mean, I think that that you know, and think about like how checked out he seems in the Sunday services. D- you know, it almost feels like an album of that where he's just sort of sitting, you know, vibing, not in his head. Yeah, and, uh, again, other people again. are coming up with stuff. Do you exactly. think it's be- do you think it's because like music isn't his only focus now? You know, like he he has um like the brand yeah. easy and you know he's clearly like really likes designing clothes and shoes and everything, which which is great. He's just like stretched too thin now to just yeah be able to exactly because focus. not only not only does he have that business, but I mean he has four kids. He's got he's got a wife. You know he he's he's got a family. Like yeah, can't really like hole up in Hawaii for no exactly. Yeah, like I I, yeah. I think that's like part of it, and you know I don't obviously he's not gonna give up Yeezy. You know it's a billion dollar company now, so it's like it, it's almost like has has music taken the back seat. Like is that just something he does for fun now? Is that why like he just uh, rushes an album out? Uh, you know in a in a month or two or or maybe less maybe more we don't really know uh, you know He's like the number one google search term right is that what he was kept yeah, on uh, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly uh, i mean which is great i mean happy for him but like is is it okay to like re- release a uh, inferior product like because of that? i mean there was like that notorious article um for back in like i don't know 2015 um where uh oh somebody jason green released the uh, article uh, Kanye's going to drop a brick and it's going to hurt. Okay. Um, that's a whole nother story that I won't get into, but the idea of that article is that he's too invested in other things than music right now. And yet Pablo like worked like crazy. I mean, Pablo, the, the premiere was basically the soundtrack for his like easy season three, mm-hmm. um, clothing line. Right. And it was just awesome. You know, it was just amazing. And, you know, and then you think about like how inventive he was with the St. Pablo tour, like how incredible that was. Um, The Wyoming project seemed like, you know, ended up being quite rushed, but it it was still a huge undertaking. I I, I just don't know. I, I, you know, I, I, that sounds right to me, but it's like, he's kind of proved me wrong when I thought that that would be the case in the past. I, I will say that like Pablo like sort of seemed intertwined with the, you know, clothing and everything because, you know, wolves premiered at uh season one, right, right, right. you know, each uh fade. I, I think it was fade. Was it season two? You know, like each, each one, there was like yeah. some sort of like music involved with it, you know, culminating with the record and, and season three and everything. Um, you know, that sort of like has gone away now. Um, you know, I mean, I, I think Ye seems like very rushed and everything. Um, and like this Wyoming, you know, he moved to Wyoming and all for the record. Now he's like moved his business there. So, yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, it seems like like since Ye, it's been split uh, attention to me. Yeah, more more than ever. Um, OK, so I want to talk about like we, I guess we've talked a little bit about it, but like could this album have worked? Could he pull it pull it off? Um Something that occurred to me is like Kanye's pretty interesting because I associate him personally with like, you know, cramming as many ideas in as physically possible. You know, that's like the maximalism of dark fantasy. Pablo is like just actually overflowing with ideas. Um, And yet, you know, he he quite famously I kind of remember these days like it's a long time ago now, but Kanye was kind of like threatening to make 808s he was like i'm gonna make an entire album where i sing an autotune and it's like really minimal with just 808 drums and everybody's like he won't do that you know and he (laughs) fucking did it you know and 
you know, obviously not everybody loves that album. Can't dispute that it was super influential, but it was certainly interesting to hear him in like one track mind mode. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And this is kind of like, you might say that Jesus is pretty focused as well, but you know, does it feel like, because initially I was thinking like, damn, Kanye can't pull off this really hyper-focused thing. Like I'm going to make a gospel album. Um, but do you think that's, that's not actually the case? I mean, I think he could, I think he just needs to like, I, he, he like gets ahead of like, it, it, it's almost like he gets excited and he's like, I'll have it done, you know, by this time, you know, and he tweets about it. And then like the pressure's yeah. on, um, even, even like after you postpone it, like still you can't, you can only postpone it like so far before people like get yeah. mad or, or don't care anymore. And so he, like he, he should really like, especially if he's going to split his time with, with other things. I mean, t- you don't have to release an album every year. I mean, obviously, I, I would love a great well, maybe Kanye like one record. One way but- to like make it happen is to be like, you know what? I'm not going to do everything. I'm going to do like this one focused project on this one focused topic, and like that's the only way he can get anything done. You know, you know, kind of know what I'm saying, Darren? Yeah, I mean, your question initially was like, you know, could this have worked? Um, and I mean that's to me I, I look at this in two different ways like number one could this have worked as a christian album like yes you know see ultralight beam see all our comments about how it mm-hmm. could have been right, right. a deeper album you know could it have worked if he just strip away all the jesus is king stuff and kind of just make yandi right um yeah again the answer is yes i mean yandi is you know it, i think of that album in two different ways like it could go the dark fantasy route and like really hammer into every single song or it could go like a pablo route and still be good you know what i mean or you know even if it doesn't like even if it still sounds like he could have put some more attention to towards it or whatever um i mean i think Kanye's capable of juggling multiple multimedia enterprises and projects and all of this sort of stuff um and i think kind of what you were saying dan like I, maybe he likes that pressure of like saying all right, I got a deadline. I just put it out there. You know, now yeah. I mean, time and on that note, working. I think it's kind of interesting how, like, you know, Jesus ten songs, right? And then ever since then, even Pablo, the first track list he posted, you know, on Twitter was ten songs, and he's like been interested in sort of reeling himself in, maybe because he knows otherwise it'll never get done. Yeah, you know? yeah, and it's like, exactly that. And like Pablo, like just grew and grew and grew. Um, you know, kind of humorously, you know, like chances being like, no, dude, you got to put waves on the album, you know, like, and so it just sort of grew. But um, the Yandi track list, the first one, 10 songs, um, the, you know, Wyoming project, he just was like, arbitrarily, each album will be seven songs long. And I'm going to mm-hmm. not break that rule until fucking Tiana Taylor, for some reason, I'll make it eight songs. But, <laughs> um, you know, there's some sort of like, he just seems to be like, I don't know. Like I gotta, I gotta constrain myself or I'll never complete anything. And, um, even that's not totally working. Um, I wonder, do you feel like having now heard Jesus is King, does it shed any light on all the stuff we talked about earlier? The stuff that he's been sort of chasing throughout the year. You know, I think about like, it's interesting to re-listen to yay and kids see ghosts. There's a lot of like talk about transcendence and, you know, freedom, you know, Jesus King is full of lyrics about like finding freedom, um, from something, you know, and it's like, it's like, um, I don't know. There's stuff like I'm so, I'm so reborn, you know, or like 
now I feel very free, you know, and like that was all over those. He was like kind of ch- after something even back then. So how does Jesus is King change the way you look at the past year of Kanye? Yeah, I mean, like, you're right, like, those two records, it does sort of, like, seem like he's, like, searching for some sort of, like, relief or something, and, like, I guess Jesus is King is sort of, like, saying that he's he's found that in uh, religion, Christianity. Um, Yeah, yeah. You know, so, you know, that, that's sort of like paints how, how how you can listen to those those previous tracks um i mean i could just imagine him right like he's after something back in yay and kids he goes yeah and then he's like kind of starts up this sunday service thing and he's like hey this is like the you know this is it you know this is like the path to i don't know this kind of like freedom from the sunken place or whatever you know is bothering him um obviously obsessed with not being a slave which he talks about like constantly lately um it's like, it's just interesting, right? That he was in retrospect after this the whole time, mm-hmm. and this is what he landed on, right? But I mean, even similar to like the Wyoming project, I mean, I go back to Dark Fantasy again. Like, are we gonna look back at this as like this was just a period, like a Christian period, or is this, you know, what I mean, like, it, it, yeah, it seems yeah. so specific and so drilled down to this Christian thing that I just I find it really hard to believe that like this is just the way it's going to be from now on. And yeah, that, that follow up to Jesus as King is going to be, you know, Jesus is still King. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, Jesus is born coming Christmas oh, Day. Apparently, yeah. um, <laughs> I'll, I mean, I'll believe that when I see it. Yeah. Well, he's he, you know he said he wants to do a Sunday service album, and I think. You know, I kind of just wish this was a Sunday service album. I said that yeah. it feels to me like a bunch of Yandi, Yandi outtakes that uh, a couple got the choir added to it um, in small ways, sometimes bigger ways. Um, and in that respect, it kind of feels like he's in the middle of quite a radical transition. And he just shouldn't have even released like Jesus is King because it's like he's still so in the middle of it. You know, like I guess in a perfect world, he would have released Yandi. And then had his conversion mm-hmm. <laughs> and and ended up making a full-blown, you know, Christian album uh, with a little bit deeper exploration, more integration of the Sunday Service Choir, because that's really what he's into, rather than repurposing some stuff he had lying around, right. adding a little bit of choir here and there. Um, it feels like he's really radically changing, and I, you know, I, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but it feels like... If this album, Jesus is Born, comes out, it will be a more full expression of this new period that he's in. I'd be totally okay if it's like a live album where it's just like, uh, or maybe even like a live in studio album where it's, it is just, you know, um, the Sunday service does stuff like Ultra Light Beam and they do stuff like Jesus Walks. And, um, you know, it's just that, you know, live thing of his back catalog in Sunday service form. That would be pretty cool, but that to me would feel like a fuller expression of where he's at mentally than Jesus is King. Yeah, I I think that's the only way I see Jesus is Born coming out on Christmas as if it basically is a live album or a live in studio like Sunday service thing. Yeah, maybe. I I mean, <laughs> I hope I'm not wrong, but I I a hundred percent see this as it'll just be a period. You know, like he's sort of he's sort of bad about this, like. You you can each like you know record for Kanye like is a like distinct period you know he he dresses different yeah. he acts different um you know like 
there, there's almost like a storyline for each for each record. Um, right, right. And so it's hard to it's hard to not say, well, the next one's going to be something, you know, like he's going to get into something. And he else. likes to he likes to say stuff like. I will never release a CD again. Oh yeah, you know? I mean, or remember Jesus? I will. Was... I, I, I will edit Pablo forever. You know, um, oh, you, and... Pablo will never be on uh, anywhere but title. Yeah, <laughs> right. And so, <laughs> saying like, I am a gospel artist from here on out. He even said like, I'm changing my name to Yay. Like his stage name is going to be Yay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just saying like, I'm, I'm a gospel artist from here on out. That's hard to believe. Although. I mean, what will the reaction be if he, you know, <laughs> goes back to like, you know, not being a Christian and in fact being like as vulgar as he is on Yandi with his next album? I think everybody will just be like, yeah, we knew that would happen. You know, like like if it, if this was a different artist, you know, if it was Chance or something, people would be like, oh, oh my God, you know, he's he's back at it. Or yeah. something. But like with Kanye, you're like, yeah, I mean, everybody knew that was going to happen, <laughs> you know? Is that how you feel, Darren? Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate because I feel like it really makes him, you know, it, I feel like it, it makes him look bad, you know what I mean, to to try to come out and try to have everybody take him so seriously and then yeah, just waffle. revert back to mm-hmm. debauchery or whatever, you know, like, I mean, that's, I don't know, it's just not a great look, right? And maybe he won't go back yeah. to full, like, debauchery. Maybe it'll be somewhere in the middle, um, which I think would be okay. I mean, he's 42 years old now. You know, like yeah. it, it's okay to like sort of like settle in that, like like in the sort of you could do a Jay Z's four forty four. It's like a very grown up, yeah, exactly. Or album. even and it was awesome. Or even like uh, the the sort of like space chances in like chance raps a lot about like Christian things, but he still cusses and you know yeah, like yeah, it, true. It, it's it's like a fine mix of of like the secular and the like you know religious or whatever um I, so i could see like that you know uh, maybe he won't go full you know bleached assholes and sweet and sour sauce lines <laughs> right. but you know it'll be somewhere in that in the middle yeah he could pull that off but i wouldn't be surprised if he makes a total about face and for people who think that he's faking this which i really don't no i don't either yeah. um but people who think he's faking this, I mean, you couldn't invent a better PR ploy than like the announcement, Kanye's back, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Kanye's <laughs> back to swearing and, you know, whatever, you know, like that will be just huge, huge news. And it's interesting because, you know, yay, it was a dud. You know, I think it, it's pretty much seen as a dud. Um, now this is two duds in a row. You know, if the next one is a dud, you know, that's going to be a big, big problem. So how do you keep people excited? You keep changing. And if he did this, like, I'm back, you know, I mean, people would be as excited as if he was following up Dark Fantasy, you know. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I wanted to ask, like, what what effect will this album have on Kanye's legacy? Um, It's like... It's hard to say if he doubles down on it and we get more disappointment. I mean, already, doesn't it kind of feel like he's the excitement was was there. Everybody had to check this album out because it's crazy that Kanye went Christian. But it's been two weeks and I don't see anybody talking about it. I personally feel a little bit sick of the album and over talking about it. You guys feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Um, You know, I. I don't think I would still be listening to it uh, as much um, if it wasn't like for this podcast, you know, I probably would have given up on it after, you know, a couple of days. 
Um, yeah, and you know, just just online and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't I don't see like quite as much as like you know Pablo when when that came out. I felt like everyone was talking about that for, you know for months and months and months. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, and I feel the same way. I, I'm I'm already over this. Uh, in fact, you know, during our period of listening to it, I was revisiting old Kanye just because. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just had, I wanted to. And then, you know, hearing Yandi, I, when you, we finally got our hands on that, like, I was like, this is the Kanye that I yeah, want. Yeah, I, I, I it. felt it the was same so way. relieving to hear it, you know? I listened to the Yandi leaks uh, quite a bit more than I listened to, yeah, to Jesus King, same, too, actually. Same. Yeah, so, I mean, um, the other thing I'm, I'm wondering is, like, let's say next year, um, or even two years from now, doesn't it feel like Maybe I'm just kidding myself, but like, I'm not going to put up with, and I don't think most people are going to put up with another rollout like this that has become the typical Kanye rollout. You know, like you got to be a truly dominant artist to fuck with people as much as Kanye does. <laughs> like constant delays, just lying. You know, it's like <laughs> scrapping shit completely. I mean, I I don't know. I think if he, I- if he wants to remain at the center of the culture, like he better drop another classic quick or nobody's going to have patience for him. And I'm not going to like want to watch a, or listen to a two hour Zane Lowe interview for much longer. You know? No, I, I, I feel you. You know, if, if, if we don't, if we, after, after two duds, you know, the, the, the stands are going to be there, you know, like I, I'll still, you know, whenever a, a new record gets announced, uh, even if it's Jesus's emperor, I, I'm going to be excited for it, you know? Um, but like, you know, the, those like sort of fans that are on the, the border of, of being stands and, and are just like fans of Kanye, you know, whatever, like you're going to start losing those people. And those are like the, you know, the, those are the ones you need, you know, that that's the majority uh, of, of his, um, you know, fandom or whatever. Um, so yeah, yeah you're going to, well, you're going to start losing those people and, right. and people are going to stop like, you know, a- after like dealing with like this, like sort of like being jerked around and then it being disappointment, you know, next time if you, if you jerk people around, they'll be like, ah, well the next, the last one wasn't that great. Yeah. I think people will yeah, still right. listen to it, especially right. like streaming makes it so easy to like just check right, it out. Check it out. Um, but I think it definitely will be, you know, th- this next one's gotta like, it's either gotta have like a normal, it, it, it's coming out, you know, this date and it comes out that date at midnight you know thing or it's got to be like uh, another masterpiece oh my god he's back yeah or or there's got to be like listening parties that are going on and stuff where it's like you're hearing clips and you're like holy shit something like Jesus. remember like with the the projecting on the buildings and stuff you know yeah like like something something like that yeah i could see i mean i think i think a large portion of his fan base are made up of folks that are just like they're there for the music you know what i mean like they don't yeah, a lot of people like don't want to Kanye's deal with all antics or whatever. You know, they're not into any of that. They just they're there for the music. Yeah. Like the people back in 2010 listening to Dark Fantasy who were hating on Kanye because of the whole Taylor Swift thing were converted just because the music was just that good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those people are still there. I think you know, he should probably do something more along the lines of like a Beyoncé type of move and just surprise everyone with that would album. be amazing. Yeah, that would I mean, be like just oh just my drop God. it out Can of nowhere. Can you imagine? Yeah be crazy oh my god i'm like i'm like getting i'm like aroused (laughs) (laughs) okay well last question you know like 
I'm wondering a little bit about the, what do you see the reception of this record be? I'm kind of curious about like the, you know, the drop off that I expect from streaming numbers. Of course, like this album went like super number one. Everybody had to check it out. Like you said, Dan, um, but I, I don't really see this sticking around, although I can kind of imagine because there's like some people really, you know, desperate to defend it. I can kind of imagine it being like this little contrarian, like, hey, it's actually really good, you know, or and getting a little cult following, maybe, um, even though I think that would be a little dishonest. Um, but I think my real question is like, based on the smile quality of the Yandi leaks and everything, doesn't it feel like the legacy of Yandi is going to be so much bigger than Jesus is King? Yeah, I mean, because it'll always have that that what if about it, you know, like, because even if you even if you don't particularly like love the leaks, you've always got that like, well, you know, like, maybe he would have fixed, you know, you can always think like, oh, I don't like this part. Well, maybe that would have got fixed. You know, maybe that would have yeah, been there. Yeah. Maybe it would have been a perfect uh, record kind of thing. But you know, I, you know, it, it's that it's that, that what if is going to help Yandi uh, tremendously. Yeah, I mean, I think people are going to just forget Jesus is King and Yandi's going to be, you know, kind of the album that everyone's probably looks t- towards, you know what I mean? Or the real fans, I yeah. suppose, will always think of like Yandi being the true release you know what i mean yeah yeah or and i mean i even think like i can imagine let's say jesus is born doesn't come out um and it's not the live album i'm imagining you know i can imagine like decade from now we get uh the rolling thunder review style box set of uh, a bunch of live performances and the legacy of that period in kanye i think will be a lot more interesting than Mm -hmm, what we got with jesus is king um anything else to say or have we pretty much covered an entire year in the life of one of the craziest uh people that <laughs> you know that anybody uh follows as religiously well, as we do right so let me ask you because i mean i know you guys obviously you know you interact with plenty of people that obviously know of kanye like how how are those sort of fo- folks like reacting so i i have some people that i work with or whatever that you know they obviously listen and stuff but they are genuinely g- genuinely like they don't really like kanye's antics and stuff and I'm over here like, man, he's the greatest artist of our generation. We all talk about whatever, you know. Um, but now I'm like, I'm being fairly quiet about this whole Jesus <laughs> yeah. <is> King thing. <laughs> um, what what kind of reactions are you guys sort of seeing? No, that's that's a good that's a good uh, question because um, like like at work, like everybody knows I'm I'm like a huge Kanye fan and stuff. And like anytime you know he would do something stupid or whatever, like everybody's like, oh, you know, c- come get your boy. Yeah, type of you thing. spin this one, Dan? No, exactly. And then even you know, like Pablo came out, I was like, ah, see, uh, you know, I'm right. He's he's great and stuff. And e- even a little bit with Ye, like uh, you know, some younger people that I work with and stuff were like, ah, you know, it's not the best, but it, it's good and stuff. I don't think anybody has even like talked to me about Jesus is King like at work, you know, like it's just sort of like outside, like nobody like really like cares that much. Um, I have some like other friends that like, like Kanye that I've, I've talked about, but they sort of are having the same like feelings as, as I am, you know, that it's, you know, it's lackluster at, at, at best kind of, kind of feelings. Yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting. And I was, um, you know, pretty amazed when I have a friend who's like just obsessed with hip hop. And, uh, you know, I kind of asked him if he had listened to it yet. And he just kind of said like, no, in a way that was like, you know, I haven't gotten around to it yet and I might not ever. And it just like shook me that the idea of a hip hop fan 
just not really being bothered to check out a new Kanye album. Mm. I was like, this is, uh, this is worrying. <laughs> the end times are coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know we're getting towards the end, but you know what I, I like, what I worry is that, and we talked about this a little bit last podcast, but let they were reaching sort of the end. I mean, like I said, he's 42. Um, you know, like David Bowie, just, you know, record after record, you know, fantastic. And then we hit, you know, Let's Dance and everything. And then it, yeah. it's just, it's just basically lackluster garbage until Black Star. Bob Dylan did the same thing, you know, like self-portrait. Yeah, and then we might be there. You know, Slow Train Coming is like one of, for both Bo- Bowie's biggest selling record uh, at one point was Let's Dance. And uh, at Dylan's biggest selling record at one point was Slow Train Coming, you know. It, it's like, it's sort of like the, the last uh, last uh, gasp or, or something of like this legendary yeah. artist. And I hope we're not there with Kanye. But I mean, he's been on the top for so long. It's difficult it yeah it's difficult right, to like it maintain to happen, yeah. that for so long you know i mean who who has maintained it for much longer than he has you know well only uh only like 30 years till we get his black star yeah i can't wait it's gonna be great <laughs> just don't die the next or two days later <laughs> yeah. all right well uh what do you think uh we'd love to read your thoughts on the air you can email us pop pod at gmail.com next episode in two weeks uh we're not sure exactly yet but uh check twitter facebook all the social media stuff going to try to get better at uh saying what we're going to talk about uh, before we talk about it um so if you like the show help us out uh subscribe leave us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast stay connected twitter facebook instagram uh youtube all that junk it's at pop shield pod and we'll see you in two weeks see you so long